And welcome back, everyone. Um, you are back on the Edit Undo podcast, and today we are speaking with Danielle Hussen. Hi. <laughs> welcome. Thanks for having me. It's really, really good to have you. Um, you know, it's it's this is such a like closing of the loop type of conversation because when I initially started getting into podcasting, you were the one of the very first people that I ever spoke to. That's amazing. And now I think what we're probably around fifty episodes in. Wow! And here you are again. That's amazing. Um, so welcome, welcome. Thank you. Um, so I guess first things first. Can you tell me a little bit about the workshop that you were um, that you were running at UX South Africa? What were you guys doing? How did it go? What's the inside scoop? So Inez, who's my design director at AXA, and I did a workshop in, on accessible design. Mm. Um, it was really cool. I think just because it's a big passion of mine, mm. I was really excited when I was asked to do it. Mm. <laughs> um, and yeah, we've gotten some really awesome feedback from the members who attended. So that's always a good pat on the shoulder. Myself included. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. And tell me, like, I mean, accessibility is not the typical thing that, um, you know, people would speak about at a conference or, it, well, maybe they might speak about it, but maybe not do a workshop. Mm. And so I found that quite interesting. Like what, what got you into this, this subject completely? And, you know, you mentioned you've got a love for it. Like, how did that happen? Okay. So actually very full circle moment as well. So I first met Inez through a She Can Do workshop. So she runs a nonprofit called She Can Do who uplifts women in the design community, and now actually men also. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And they actually ran a workshop where Standard Bank wanted to improve their accessibility. And Mm -hmm. the workshop basically had us look at the Standard Bank banking app, test it with visually impaired users. It was actually multiple different kinds of disabilities. Um, And then sort of work with developers in the workshop to improve it. Mm. And that kind of hands-on experience it just opens your eyes in a way a talk never will. Mm. <laughs> and I just immediately fell in love. So wow. I was a graduate at Apps at the time. And when mm. I got back to work on the Monday, I just said to the design director, I need to work on this. Like, please let me. <laughs> um, luckily, I was a grad, so mm. I could work on pretty much anything. Yeah. And that's where my journey started. So it's been almost five years now where I've been at wow. Apps and happy to say that our app has improved a lot mm. so yeah. um, and I think uh, I think his name was Conrad 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 Quiz no <laughs> the guy who spoke at the end um, huh. I forget his name wow. and Ines told me earlier but he yeah. one of the things that, the interesting things that he, he he sort of mentioned is the fact that like Absa is one of the banks that stands out so much oh, in terms Christo. of Christo, yes, that's Christo. it. In terms of accessibility. Yes. Um, and you know, it's easy to think when challenges like that come up in our day-to-day job that it's beyond our ability to do anything about. Mm. Because I mean, who believes that they can do something about accessibility in a banking app that services like, you know, a quarter of South Africa? Yeah. But with the dedication and the passion for that specific domain, I mean, you have created quite a big difference. I mean, even dur- during the time while I was at AMSA, I remember you speaking about this quite a lot and being quite an advocate for it. So I think definitely something you can pat yourself on the back for. Um, and I also think the workshop was something that really opened a lot of people's eyes. Um, when Inez and I were chatting earlier, we, you know, we talked a little bit about the fact that you know, there's something that's just different about seeing somebody struggle 
using your platform or your app or whatever it is. And like, just knowing that you could have done something and you didn't. <laughs> Granted, sometimes it's because, you know, you may not necessarily have known how. Yeah. Um, but it just lets you understand that there's so much room for improvement. Mm. Mm. And I think the, the step that I feel needs to come next is we've created that empathy. Mm-hmm. People know it's bad now. But I think the barrier to fixing it is still quite high. Like, yeah. there's a lot to consider. Even us, we were in over our heads <laughs> when we first started. And still to this day, I mean, having heard the talk about... Um, Oh, damn. I forgot the topic, but they spoke about inclusive design. It was the Mm -hmm. Human Insights team. Oh, okay. Um, And we just realized the fact that our app is not in all the 11 official languages, or at least the major ones. We only Mm. have our app in Afrikaans and English. Yeah. That's still an accessibility barrier. Mm. So we've really only scratched the surface. And I'm hoping that going forward, we can help people. Like, where do you start? Where do you go from there Mm. until we're fully accessible? That's amazing. And it's a, it's a big mountain to climb, but the most worthy mountains are usually big. True. Um, all right. So, I mean, stepping a little bit away from the workshop, tell me, like, how have you found the conference as a whole? How, what's your experience been? You know, we've been, in, we've been in lockdown for nearly two years now, and people are finally starting to come out of the woodwork. Um, how have you found it? Oh my goodness. So I brought my iPad and I've just been taking so many notes. Really? Um, I think the best part was sitting next to Inez and we both work on the banking app. So every time someone says something, I'm like, yeah, we need to consider that for the banking app. She's like, yeah, yeah. So I take a note. <laughs> um, so I've got so That's many beautiful. notes I want to take back to work on Monday and just mm-hmm. start incorporating whether from a leadership and mentorship position or actual accessibility and usability. So I'm just, I've been in love. Yeah. <laughs> I really love this. That's amazing. That's amazing. And then um, uh, two questions. The first is, what is the thing that has stood out for you in the conference so far um, out of everything else? Ooh, that's a tough one. Huh. It's been interesting to see how different people bring different perspectives. And I think we saw that especially with the design system talk. There were two talks about design system that took such different lenses, but both were so incredibly helpful and useful. Mm. Um, We're currently working on a design system at work and I have so many, so many feedback points to take back to the team. So I think that was really beautiful just to Mm. see what a vast knowledge of, yeah, the vast amount of knowledge we have in the industry in South Africa mm. um, and that we get to tap into that with yeah. conferences like this. Cool. No, that's very true. And like, you know, I, I always think about like, I almost think about it like insects cross-pollinating flowers. Ooh. It's kind of like, you know, we're all in our different little bushes at our workplaces and then a conference is sort of like all the bees come out and do all the cross-pollination. Um, yeah. But it's just such an amazing opportunity for us to share our knowledge and speak to people who do things in different ways to the way we do. Because mm-hmm. um, it opens your eyes in a way that your colleagues typically can't because they're dealing with the same problems that you're dealing with and they roughly think in the same way that you do, or yeah. at least you're used to the way they think. But then coming to something like this, you know, you keep getting thrown curveballs and different perspectives <laughs> and so on. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good experience and I definitely recommend it to anybody who is thinking about it. Yes. That in... I think it's April next year. They're going to be hosting another UX South Africa. Okay. I think it's going to be in Cape Town. I don't know if this is publicly announced yet, but <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, I guess. Um, so, but I think it's definitely worthwhile. And if not this conference, 
another one, but I think it is good for us to meet people outside of our day-to-day jobs. Mm. Um, and the second question that I wanted to ask you is if there was one thing that you could either change or just make slightly different about, you know, the events that we've been a part of for the past three days, what would you change or improve or want to be a little bit different? Maybe just more. <laughs> more days, more talks, more people. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I would say more workshops, mm. to be honest. I, I really love the ability to sit down and hear someone talk about a specific topic, but yeah. I think workshops just push it that much further. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes it from knowledge into experience, so it would have yeah. been cool if maybe next time some of the speakers could also have a workshop yeah. to just expand on that topic That'd yeah cool. i think that's a that's a good point because especially as a learning tool i think a workshop is way better mm-hmm. just because i mean you you learn things way more effectively when you're actually participating and making the mistakes and learning from the mistakes yeah. and and you know slowly improving so i can definitely get behind that improvement yes um <laughs> and then sorry one question that i did forget to ask you mm. is how did you end up in this space? You know, like <laughs> us as UXs, we seem to come from all different kinds of fields, departments, and backgrounds. Um, so I'd love to hear a little bit about how you ended up here. Huh. So funny enough, I want to start like high school days. Uh-huh. Um, I was always very interested in like science and math and all the cool stuff. So when I, when I started to go to the open days at Varsity, I was looking at mechanical engineering, I was looking at electrical engineering, I was looking at architecture, everything but design. And mm. I actually ended up doing those tests. What are they? Psychometric. Yeah, you need to do a specific test to get into engineering. Oh, I don't know. I failed miserably. Really? <laughs> Apparently without a calculator and a ruler, I don't do very well. <laughs> On math-like tests, so that went badly. And then... I told my mom, you know what, I'm not going to waste your money. Let me take a gap year. Mm. So during my gap year, I went to one of those psychometric assessments. Mm. And this lady was like, I think you should study design. It's like, cool. It's kind of a good mix between art, which I loved, and like the more structured side of things. So gave it a go. I entered for information design at Tux. Great Mm. course. Um, (laughs) I only entered for that. No second choices, nothing. I was just like, this is it. Then it's it. I got in. And yeah, and then the rest is kind of history. Then I was lucky enough to meet your brother at APSA through some back work, mm-hmm. Alex, and yeah, been at APSA ever since. And actually, that's also where we first met on yes. VAC, at the VAC. Like, I was job oh shadowing, you were doing VAC work. Yes. Oh my yeah. word. You were still so supportive. I had to do a presentation to like almost the whole design office, which was 20 people at that stage. Mm. And you were just so nice. And you were like, no, it's going to be fine. Just be calm. And now here you are going from 20 people to running a workshop at a conference. I mean, we've, we've come a long way. We have, both mm. of us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think that's it for now. Dan, thank you you very much. I hope you enjoy what is left of this conference. Thank you. And I appreciate your time. Anytime. And to everybody listening, have a good one.